Welcome to Branching Out of the Empty Nest. I am your host, Zoana Price. This is the show for the seasoned and new empty nester. We discuss health, wealth, relationships, dating, taking care of aging parents, downsizing, traveling, and so much more. We are currently in our series about dating. We're going to discuss relationships in different phases and different stages. And on today's show, I have Sharon Baker, and Sharon is a legal life coach, an attorney, an author, and a speaker. And what we're going to discuss is a fictitious couple and their journey through becoming empty nesters. Now, Sharon has said to get out a pencil and paper and to take notes because she's going to have a lot of aha moments for you. So I want you guys to be ready and take notes, and she's going to go over some things you need to know if you are a new empty nester. So welcome to the show, Sharon. Thank you so much, Ms. Price, for inviting me to participate on your podcast. No problem. We are excited to have you and we're excited to discuss this topic and explain how you're going to set up this scenario with our fictitious couple. Okay. The couple's name, Denzel and Sharon. I did not say their name last name was Washington, <laughs> so I don't want to be sued. <laughs> but and I love using a fictitious couple because it helps those who are participating in a um, hearing me talk. You can listen to and see yourself in this couple. But when you start asking questions, you're now referring to Denzel and Sharon and not your personal name. Right. So you can keep your personal business private. <laughs> But we can delve into Denzel and Sharon's situation, and it just kind of takes the pressure off someone in asking me questions about what I'm going to be talking about. Absolutely. Okay, so in our scenario, uh, Denzel and Sharon, are they were recent empty nesters, so their son has left to go um, off to college. And so explain where they are in their life, I guess, financially, legally, um, things we need to know about this couple so that we can relate to them. So you look at having a son, and we're going to call him Denzel Jr. <laughs> okay. So he's 18, graduated from high school, got accepted into college, and is leaving home to go to college. So if Denzel Jr. was about 18, that means mom and dad are at least 20 years plus. Okay, right. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> well, really longer, more than that. Right. But they've been married, hopefully, at least, you know, 20 years. Right. That's a long time. So let's say they're in their 40s mm -hmm. or late 40s. Right. And but when you spend and take that much time with your children, they take over in terms of the priorities of your life, you know, from birth through graduation. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And sometimes parents are just holding their breaths and can't wait for that child to to do those things. And I would tell parents, you know, pat yourself on the back because you've done a great job of getting that, that child prepared. Right. You made it. Now, legally, they're an adult <laughs> or they want, they think they are. <laughs> but now when you've taken your attention off of yourself for that amount of time, sometimes it leaves parents like, what do we do now? And, you know, now there's a new stage in life. What are you going to do? Are Sharon and Denzel still working? Are Probably. they still employed? They got to pay for their son to go to college, so I hope they're still working. And you still have debt. Yes, they got to pay for that mortgage. Uh, or do they have a business? But again, 
some of those things still are on the table. But now what happens when you come home from work Mm -hmm. and what happens on the weekend? You're not having to go to watch Denzel Jr. play sports. All those practices. Or going to parent-teacher meetings at at the high school. But now, you know, do they have a schedule? Do they really know what they're going to do with their life? And sometimes it, you know, the communication has to be upgraded. Now you're sitting with just husband and wife, no other Nobody <laughs> distractions else there. there. Right. And are you really now communicating with each other? Right. Because if you weren't talking before, you kind of have to now. <laughs> Absolutely. And are you listening to that person mm-hmm. before you respond to that person? Mm. Okay. Are you responding or are you reacting? Mm. There is a difference. Okay. There yeah. is a difference. So part of, I think, you know, couples have to now learn to communicate better with each other. And maybe sit down and put some things in writing. What would we like to do? What's on our bucket list? Now that Denzel Jr. is gone. <laughs> I keep, I love saying that name. I'm sorry. <laughs> but now that the child is gone, now he's an adult, he's gone and left the house. Right. What are some of the things we want to accomplish in our lives? Mm-hmm. If we're late 40s, early 50s, you know, in that, that age bracket, you know, what about travel? Right. There's so much we can do at that age. Yeah, absolutely. Or have you thought about starting your own business? Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about that this season, too, because I know a lot of people want to do that. Absolutely. But then are they currently involved in any organizations? Mm. Are they members of any Greek letter organizations? Oh, yeah. We know some of our favorites. We're not going to say it, but you know. (laughs) Because that takes up a lot of your time when you're giving service to the community now that you have that time. But there may be other organizations that you may be members of. Are there organizations where both of you are working together or are there organizations just for the woman, organizations just for the man? Um, Because that can take up a lot of your time as well. But I would say, first of all, they need to kind of sit down and have a discussion and maybe map out, looking at a monthly calendar, what are some things that we want to etch out on that calendar for okay. ourselves? Right. Some, maybe some goals that we want to accomplish. Absolutely. It could be we want to get out of debt. We want to buy a new car or travel. But those things need to be written down. And so okay, if that's a common plan that both want to do, mm-hmm. can they now do that and agree? Because they may or may not be on the same page, but they need to. That's why I say listen to the other person first. Right. And then if you you know hear that one person say something, repeat it back to them to make sure that you heard what they said and you have not interpreted it in a different way that they did not intend. Right. And so I guess that's a good time for there should be things that you want to do by yourself, things that they want to do by themselves, and then things you guys both do together. Correct? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you still have not forgotten about the child. Right. <laughs> They're just dangling somewhere off on the side. That's all. Or their, or your elderly parents. Oh, yeah. Or other siblings. Mm-hmm. You know, are there family reunions coming up? Is someone getting married? Mm. And hopefully, you know, unfortunately, we live in life. Someone may pass away. Right. 
So are you connecting with family and friends on a regular basis yeah. as well? That's a good, yeah. So that would be a great time to reconnect because, yeah, once you get to a certain age, people have health issues and people start dropping like flies. So you kind of want to reconnect and have that time with those loved ones while they're still here. Absolutely. As well as some of the lessons you learned raising your child and getting him out the house off the college, mm. you can help those other family members who have younger children. Oh, that is true. Share those aha moments that you learned. Mm -hmm. You know, their grants and loans and things they can do getting prepared for college um, that you can share with those younger family members. That is a good idea. I like so that. So that helps as well. Mm -hmm. But then, I, again, are you active in your church? Hmm, okay. You know, are do you sing in the choir? <laughs> are you on the usher board? You That'll know, are take you up a lot of your time, right. Church? Do you teach Sunday school? Hmm. There may have been some things now that your schedule has kind of freed up right. that you now can participate in. That's true. Okay, I like that, too. I would also say, you know, having some regular date nights. That's very important. Always, yeah, that's very important. In fact, that may need to be right. one or two on <laughs> your list be before one. you start getting into these other organizations. But mm -hmm. think about spending time and reconnecting with your loved one, having regular date nights and reconnecting with that person, you know, looking them in the eye, mm -hmm. holding their hand. Okay. I mean, go back to the the early time in your relationship when you first got together before the children came. Right. And I was going to say, with technology, it's so easy to send an email or to send a text or get into someone's DMs. So don't overlook the simple things like just a face-to-face -face conversation or even writing a love letter, just the simple basics, because anything along those lines will be very appreciated and well-received. Absolutely. And, um, you know, we all have different love languages, and you may want to make sure that you understand your spouse's love language. Mm -hmm. do, they, do they need touch? Right. Or do they need words of comfort? Do they need you to buy them something? Or all of the above? Okay. I'm going to have to reference that book in the show notes because if you don't know what we're talking book about, there is a book that talks about the five love languages. So that is an excellent book to read to understand your partner better. Absolutely. Because then... If you're spending time and you hold that person as a dear person in your life, mm -hmm. show them. Right. But show them in the way they want to be shown. The way that they need to be shown. Absolutely. Not the way that you prefer, the way they prefer. Right. And because opposites attract. So oh, yeah. we're not on the same wavelength. But the coming together, we make a big environment because one brings one thing to the table. The other brings another thing. And coming together you create a much broader, bigger table. Right. But again, those marital goals, spending mm -hmm. the date nights are very important. And the communication is very key. Right. Very key. Because, you know, you would, let's say you're still working. Someone may have said something at work that ticked you off and you mm -hmm. come home and your husband or spouse or your wife make that same comment and you just go off. Oh, wow. <laughs> Not good. Like, what did I do? Well, so again, you got to, communication is key. Make sure you respond instead of react. Right. Absolutely. And that is a key for spouses. Mm hmm You know, so again, enjoying the time now that the house is kind of quiet, but how are you going to feel the time, not just being busy, but being effective 
and reaching goals that you already decided you want to do. Being productive with your time. Absolutely. And I I don't like the term bucket list, but I think it's a list of just things you want to do. Because I don't know, bucket list kind of limits and makes it sound kind of depressing to me. So Mm -hmm. if it's a list of goals, it sounds easier. Like those are the things I'm going to do and to live life and enjoy life. So I wanted to do this and go here. And if you write those things down, then it's more likely for you to get to do those things. Absolutely. And what I would tell someone to say, if we're just now starting out, this is the first week that the child is gone mm-hmm. and we're in the house together. <laughs> That's why I said sometimes write it down. What, it, what are some of the things you want to do? And at the end of each week, review what you had thought you were going to do. Mm-hmm. Give it a grade. Right. And how can we make it better? Okay, so what if in this scenario, Denzel and Sharon, they're spending time together. They're spending more time together than they have in a long time. And they're just kind of realizing that they don't vibe anymore. or They don't like each other anymore or they're just moving in different directions. Then what's going to happen at that point? Well, they may need counseling. Uh, I would say, obviously, prayer helps. Oh, yeah, (laughs) definitely. Prayer helps. But sometimes counseling and reaching out to... Um, a licensed therapist, or mm-hmm. even a marital coach mm-hmm. who can kind of walk you through some things that we didn't know before that will help us to stay together. And it right. does take both people wanting the same thing. Right. They have to want the same thing. Absolutely. And hopefully they are not sick and tired of each other. Oof. <laughs> now that That is a possibility. That's there a are possibility. lots of couples who break up after the kids... Go away. Absolutely. And it has an impact not only just the two people, but the fa- the children mm-hmm. and the other family members. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Friends. You know, everybody will be impacted. But again, you need to make a decision that makes sense for you and your spouse. Okay. And I'm hoping that the two people are on the same page. But if they are not, are they willing to, to do something to get back together or are have things just deteriorated that, mm. you know, we're just through? Right. Okay. So in this situation with Denzel and Sharon, there's a possibility that they could break up and might get divorced. So we're going to have to figure out what they're going to, what's going to happen to them and then discuss what happens at that point. Because if they separate, there's those issues. If they get divorced, there's issues. And if they stay together, there's not so many issues, but then there's a, that's a whole different path. So I think we should have our listeners tune in next time to see what's going to happen with Denzel and Sharon. And figure out what what path they're going to go down. Because money does have an impact on what's going to happen next. Absolutely. Before we wrap for the day, I do have a couple of questions that I would like to ask you. Sharon is a legal life coach. So can you touch upon what exactly that is and what kind of work you do in that capacity? I am a licensed attorney here in the state of Georgia. In fact, in June of 2024, it'll be 40 years. That's amazing. Congratulations. Wow. <laughs> that That is amazing. And you look great. Well, thank you. Thank you. You know, that's a, a an understanding. Every time I say it, I, I I just, oh my God, it's been 40 years. Wow. I hate to say that I've done something for 40 years. It's like I'm old enough to have done something for 40 years. <laughs> and what I, what I do with that is because I've done a lot of different things over those 40 years, I've been in private practice. Well, I was in family law. Mm -hmm. I've been a special assistant attorney general. I've been an assistant district attorney. I've been a judge. 
and probe, kind of like a Judge Judy type. And that was fun. Oh, that <laughs> that's sounds a whole fun. Other discussion. Yes. <laughs> but um, and then I've worked in probate court as mm-hmm. a probate court administrator. I've worked in state government. Mm-hmm. I was the unemployment insurance tax chief. And I was a disability adjudication director for the state. Wow, you have done a lot of stuff. I've done a lot of stuff. But a lot of times the person, as you and I are black females, Mm -hmm. you don't see us in those roles. That That is true. Right. And unfortunately, a lot of times people don't understand what's on the books in their state. What Mm. are the laws in those different areas? Mm. And the number one question I used to hear a lot was, I didn't know that's what Georgia law requires. Georgia has some interesting laws. Every state does. <laughs> Every state <laughs> does. And, yeah, there are some things on the books you're like, I can't believe. That's still there? That's still there. <laughs> yeah. And what I have started doing is writing a book, mm-hmm. books about the different areas I've been in using this couple, Denzel and okay. Sharon, and their life. And some of the things that I've done from a legal standpoint mm-hmm. and create this scenario and then talk about legally what are the, the do's and don'ts oh, about great. that issue. OK, so we'll put those on our in our show notes so people can link to those books. And those are sold on Amazon. Yes. OK, so you can actually link and just buy it from Amazon or something like that. And and the coaching part is, again, using that legal knowledge in those many different areas. When I talk to either a single person or a couple or even a family. Mm-hmm. Now we're privately and they're t- telling me their unique situation and I'm helping them to understand the legality of that issue and helping them to define when it's all said and done, what do you want it to look like? Mm-hmm. What's your finish line like? Everybody's situation is different. Everybody is unique. No two people are, are the same. Even twins have gone wow. through different things in life. So, but when they hear from this, from me and, and our discussion, and letting them know their options, Mm -hmm. then they know how to proceed going forward to get to clean up that situation, resolve it, and then enjoy the rest of their life with a smile because they've resolved that the the legal issue that's out there in the winds. Right. So how does a legal life coach differ from a lawyer? I am basically in that uh, consultation talking about their scenario, but Mm -hmm. if they need an attorney to go to court, Mm to resolve that issue, because currently I am working for uh, county government, I would not be their attorney handling the situation. I would refer them to some attorneys who can finalize getting them to their end zone. Okay. And or if it's something they can do themselves, what they can do, where the resources are so that they understand there are some things you can do for yourself. Okay. As long as you know what you're doing. Wow. Okay. That's good to know. Good information to know. All right. So that has been some great information that you have given us today. Can you share your contact information so people can get in touch with you? Yes. I would love for everyone, if they have any questions or want to connect with me, go to www.legallifecoachsharonbaker.com. There you can find my phone number. You can um, schedule an appointment with me. You can find information about the books. And there's some basic information, including a free ebook on my website, just sharing information with the public so that they can clear up their legal issues and get some clarity so they can enjoy the rest of their life with a smile on their face. Sounds great. Okay. Thank you. And we will have all of those resources in our show notes. 
You can find us on Instagram at Empty Nest Squad. On Facebook, our platform is branching out of the Empty Nest, and our website is EmptyNestSquad.com. Make sure you subscribe and download this episode. Don't forget to rate and review us. And remember, you don't have to be a parent to be an empty nester. If you have played a significant role in a child's life and now that child has left the nest, the information we have on this show is for you as well. Thank you for listening. And until next time, get out there and soar.